Welcome to We Be Watching, where we break down our favorite and sometimes not so favorite films and TV shows. I'm Brittany Danielle, writer, pop cultural critic, and proud comic book normie. <laughs> yeah, and I'm Raja. I am none of the above. I actually have been into comic books since maybe like third grade. I actually have to shout out my uncle, Jerome, who introduced me to comic books. Actually, I want to dedicate this first episode to him because if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't even care about comic books or anything like that. Shout out to Uncle Jerome. Um, Today, we are here to talk about the first two episodes, episodes one and two of Disney Plus's new Marvel Studios production, WandaVision. Um, And just a quick note, if you have not seen the show yet, if you have not seen both episodes yet, put a pause on the podcast, go watch both episodes, and then come back because we're going to be breaking it all down with spoilers nothing will be saved for later. So before we get into kind of going a little bit into each episode, Raja, what was your first reaction to WandaVision? Well, I was actually excited about Disney bringing the MCU to a series format, not just with WandaVision, but also the other series that are supposed to be coming out um, following this, being that They can do so much more with explaining things and delving into, or I should say delving deeper into a lot of the the story. And it's really a, you know, exciting time for those of us who are definitely comic book lovers because we get to see more and not just have to wait for, you know, a movie to come out where everything is jam packed into it. Definitely WandaVision being it's the first one um, that they rolled out. I'm definitely excited for for it all you know so yeah that was that was pretty much my initial reaction just knowing that they could do a lot more but what was your initial reaction to the show itself that's what the I'm show thinking. itself um mm-hmm. well when i watched the first episode i thought it was, it was set up pretty good you know from watching the trailers you already know how um i guess it's going to be formatted in a more sitcom nostalgic sitcom aspect which i think after watching what goes on in it, into it really plays a part in uh the meaning um that they're trying to give you when it comes to wanda and vision notoriously in the comic books they definitely have a relationship and this format is something that you know it it brings that to light even more so with the things that have actually transpired in that first episode. Um, it's very, it's definitely sitcom you know, the whole 19, what fifties aspect where you have the, you know, every, every other line is like almost like a punchline, you know, you have the clapping in the background, um, which is definitely old school. Um, and it, it really, the laugh track. correct, correct. The laugh tracks. It really brings it to life. Um, with what's going on. Just the dynamic between Vision and Wanda is is something I would say is something that you see and is a very special thing, like their bond, which is kind of honed in on with how they interact with each other, um, how they resolve certain conflicts and this and that, and just how they are around each other. You can tell that there is is this love for each other, which I'm not sure how androids can love, but <laughs> I guess imitation love is is good enough. 
Well, it's like iRobot, right? It's like any sci-fi robot. Um, and, and again, guys, I am not the comic book person, so I'm not going to be pulling a bunch of references unless I Googled <laughs> it before we got on here to record. But the Googler. Yeah, it's like other robot stories where um, artificial intelligence sort of evolves to become more human-like. And I think that's what, if we're going to take it back um, to what we saw of Wanda and Vision in Infinity War and Endgame, we see them have a more human-like relationship in a way that shouldn't be possible for someone who is, you know, a creation of Tony Stark, which is what Vision is. Well, don't, don't, don't come with the convert. Man. He's not a, a creation of Tony Stark. I only got the movies to go on. I only got the movies. Okay. Yeah. It kind of, they flipped it, you know, in the movies um, because it was actually a creation of Ultron to destroy the Avengers. Um, in the movies, they've kind of flipped that around, even though Ultron was, part of that creation i should say but you know that's neither here nor there my point was that you know we see this narrative over and over again of robots or artificial intelligence evolving to become smarter and to become more human-like and so i think that that is one of the things we see when it comes to vision but go ahead yeah i think vision is compared i mean he's you know he's not your average robot he's more advanced you know um he also had the what was it the soul stone it was one of the stones that's why he ended up dying right the soul stone which actually gave him you know more human-like aspects to him um what i was going to say in the you know in the movies when they portrayed vision and wanda there were certain human aspects that weren't there like in uh what was it civil war i believe where they had wanda locked up you know in the avengers Mm -hmm. headquarters and all of that and vision was there to basically watch watch her but he just like phases through the door you know like it's like do you not bro like you know so that aspect of it was more so like yeah bro you are definitely a robot (laughs) because you are overstepping that boundary um but as we saw like on the battlefield you know, after she escaped and plummeted him, plummeted him through the various levels of Avengers headquarters just to get away. Um, and then they all have the fight scene at the airport and things go awry where they're kind of like pseudo fighting. Everyone is pseudo fighting. They're not really going at, at each other all the way. But then, you know, you start, you know, you play around so much till somebody gets hurt. So we saw, you know, War Machine plummet to the earth, um, a building basically almost smash Wanda and vision is there to, you know, help her. And, you know, they have words and that's where, you know, they have this connection or they show the connection, I should say. And then moving forward with, you know, in game and, and uh, infinity war, definitely at the end of in game, you know, where she has to actually pluck the stone out of his head, kill him. Basically time gets reversed by Thanos. Which man, you know. they could have done that a whole lot sooner. Um, especially <laughs> since he ended up coming back to life only to die again. Anyway, right. like I, I get it. Like we could, we could have, we could have saved about 45 minutes off of in game. If homegirl Wanda would have plucked that stone out and just got to the business. That's, you know, I guess the love and relationship that had grown. So, I mean, if you had a stone in your head that 
if I were to take it out and destroy it and save the world, I probably wouldn't do it. I would find another way, you know, and that goes for, you know, like just the humanity aspect. I'm pretty sure Vision would have done it, you know, because he was just like, yeah, like do it, you know, chaos begets chaos, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, and he's a robot, therefore he's more practical when it comes to that. So I'm pretty sure he would have plucked it out of her head quick, easy, right at the beginning of the movie. And we wouldn't even have (laughs) any, um, any future conflicts with Thanos like that. I can recognize it was a hard choice for her to make. And then it didn't even mean anything. So she had to basically live through her herself killing vision and Thanos killing vision, which we saw how, okay. Like when it comes to the power aspect, like she is definitely, I'm going to say probably the most powerful Avenger just from her, her base powers alone. Like she can do so much. So there's there's other things to be said about that as well, but what it's not Carol Danvers. Um, that's neither here nor there because I know how you feel about Captain Marvel. Um, <laughs> but I think that's a good place for us to start with this show because that was one of the questions like that I had as someone who's only coming into this um, as a Avengers movie watcher. Um, I'll cop to not having seen all of the universe. Like I've seen most of it. I didn't see, I know I didn't see any of the Captain America trilogy, which everybody says is the best, but I, you know, I suffered through age of Ultron (laughs) and (laughs) all of the, all of the Iron Man's and Thor's and, you know, that was, I should get credit for that because Iron Man two and three, mm -mm. Thor two, mm -mm. Uh, age of Ultron. mm -mm. Nope. That wasn't here for it. But I think that brings us to the show, because if it is sort of following this timeline that we've seen in the cinematic universe, Vision is dead, right? Right. Vision should be dead. Vision is a wrap. He didn't get snapped back. He didn't come back when everybody materialized and we all cheered in the theater when when whoever, I think it was like Cap or somebody, War Machine or Falcon, please don't, Marvel people do not come from me. When they were like, yes. when they were like on your left, um, we all cheered. I, 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 you know, I'm a thug, but I got slightly like, oh yes, 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 we gonna do this. No Whatever. <laughs> but Vision is dead when we leave off in the movie. So I was a bit confused about like, okay, are they resetting something here? Are we in another timeline or a different earth because we know that earth has multiple earths if we're watching what was it into the spideyverse and they're like oh i'm spider-man from earth 326 and so we know that they have the ability to move through different earths and different realities and so as someone who's not super steeped in all the comic books i was like what is this like like why is vision here what does this mean in terms of all the movies we invested 10 years in and we watched him die twice, as you mentioned. <laughs> when we were sort of talking about this after we watched the first two episodes, you had a particular theory about like this is Wanda being in denial about the fact that Vision has died. And I think like after you mentioned that to me, I rewatched it again and I was like, huh. This kind of makes sense. Yeah. Expound. For, explain. Yeah, for me it seems as if she's she's really struggling. Yeah, I wanna I wanna go into it in terms of 
the episodes that we watch, not just our thoughts. Right, but right. There were some quirky things that happened in the episode. Like when we first see them, we get the cute little like, oh, we're just just married and moving into our house. That's sort of the intro. But then when we get into the episode, it's like neither one of them seems to know anything about. They don't know when. (laughs) They don't know any details. And for Vision, who is an android and who is an all-knowing like computer he even says it like i can't forget and they don't seem to know anything and so for me that was like a big clue of like okay something is right right. but go ahead go ahead i don't want to step on your theory yeah so for me it seems as if she does not want to come to terms with the fact that vision has died you know so this reality whether she's created it whether um it's been created for her by you know, whoever is holding her captive or some, you know, evil entity, either way, it seems as if she is welcoming it because it's, you know, it doesn't allow for her to come to grips with what transpired. Um, Also, when we see like the commercial in the first one, how it says, um, what does it say? Um, oh, it says like forget. It's a, it's a forget to- the past. Yeah, commercial. forget the past. This is the future. You know, which I know is definitely a uh, a moment of foreshadowing or a moment of it has a deeper meaning than what the you know toaster, you know the toaster two thousand or whatever Hashitashi. <laughs> Stark Enterprises. It's not like. And okay, so full disclosure, I'm one of those people when, and so is he, um, probably more so. He's he's one of those deep divers into YouTube theory situations, and I'm just, I'll read stuff. But I read something about, uh, what's the old boy's name? Kevin Feige? Is that how I pronounce his last name? Yeah, the Disney, yeah. The head, the head of Marvel Studios. The big boss. The big boss of Marvel. He's the series, anything Marvel, he is, he has his hands on it. He running things. But I was reading something with him because I was looking for something about the WandaVision writing room because I'm also a writer. And so um, he was saying that the commercials in each episode kind of not necessarily tell. I, I, and, and then you have to like remember that these people also don't want to give away spoilers. So there's that. But he was saying the commercials tell us something about the broader Marvel Universe, it might be a nod back to like old right, right. stuff in the Marvel Universe, Mar- Marvel, Mar- in the Marvel, Marvel Universe, and not necessarily like foreshadowing, but he also could be lying. So I think it's important for us to look at it like, okay, what does this say about Marvel's past? But also, what is this saying about the show right now and, and possible future stuff? Right, so right. the first commercial we see is this toaster from Stark Enterprises and it's perfectly like, oh, look at this homemaker burning up toast, which, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you for getting me that uh, air fryer for Christmas that does everything. <laughs> but it's like this toaster that Stark is like this, this Stark Enterprises contraption that won't burn your toast. But when she's like waiting for the toast, it's like beeping in a way that a bomb would be. <laughs> right, right. It's like, it's... And it's like beeping for so long. It's like beeping for so long. And it's like right. beep, and it beep, even beep, pan, beep, it pans, beep, 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 beep. Yeah, it pans to her eyes, and she's like, 
uh, <laughs> and then it finally ding, you know, and it's ready, but <laughs> right. And then it's toast. Um, so I think it's, you know, for people like me who are, uh, normies who are not like fully into and steeped into all the Marvel, whatever, like it, it's, it's a, it's a good clue for us to right. look at all of this stuff. Right. Um, and not as not just face value, right? I right. Think. The sounds and the the wording, they all symbols. yeah, they they definitely are symbols, and they they have you know deeper meanings than what we would just think out of the ordinary, you know. So one question I had: um, Why do you think WandaVision is set up at least in these first two episodes? And full disclosure, I watched the third one; he didn't. At least in these first two episodes, or first three. Uh, why do you think that it's set up as this like old school sitcom? Because at the end of the first episode, we see someone, some mysterious figure. And again, this figure, you know, I would not have thought about it at first, but you know, after our initial conversation, you were like, Oh, that's the sword logo. Somebody in the first episode, somebody is watching Wanda and vision and taking and taking notes in a notebook right. that has like the the sword logo, right. and so I, I I'm curious to get your opinion as to why you think instead of just a show about Wanda and Vision, why is it a show within a show <laughs> with somebody else watching them? Why do you think that that that's the thing that we have? Well, I think it speaks to the larger um, question of really what is happening with Wanda. My theory is that okay, so sword if no one knows is like an offshoot of shield and they handle basically like cosmic threats to the earth. So we see, let's see in, uh, what is it? Uh, we, we see a show up. If you, we see a show. Oh, you're going back. Yeah. Okay, so we have, um, what is it? Spider-Man uh, far from home. We have, um, the introduction of, well, not the introduction, but you actually see what's his name? Samuel L. Jackson. He's on a a spaceship, basically a base. Nick Fury, Nick Fury in, a, in a in a in a space base. What is the sword? The sword's um, station is called it's called Peak, but yeah, they have a they have a um, you know headquarters in in space. So they're watching over you know more cosmic type of threats. Uh, we also have- so like the people the people that we already know just from the the cinematic universe in space are like the guardians of galaxy movie. Right. Um, Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel Scrolls, um, I think, the Cree. I think those are the only two so far, right? They were trying to say there were talks that that would be like the next phase of Marvel, that it would go to that phase. So maybe this is sort of bridging the gap. Possibly. Um, there's also been talks that this would be, I know Wanda's supposed to show up in the next Dr. Strange movie which is the multiverse of madness so maybe towards which the end space. well <laughs> to an extent more so like multiverse would be you know different dimensions so earth uh one two three versus earth you know six seven eight or something like that um and again again for the people <laughs> like me Exactly. This I don't. The, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So I will be learning alongside you as I watch WandaVision. I'll try to do my requ- my required reading. 
<laughs> I ain't reading no comic books. I'll admit that. But I got a couple I'll reading around behind me. I'll read. I'll read around the comic books. So for those of us who don't know, <laughs> those normies like me, SWORD stands for Sentient World Observation and Response Department. According to Wikipedia, <clears throat> it is a fictional counterterrorism and intelligence agency appearing in American comics published by Marvel. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually, SWORD um, is a fairly new uh, group or organization, I should say, being that they were created in the early 2000s and they dealt with mutants. So like the X-Men actually is where SWORD really, that's their that's their home front is like X-Men. And then it, it broadened out into other things. Actually, a couple of the um, well, Beast, if you know, I'm pretty sure people know who Beast is, the blue guy from the X-Men. People who? I don't know who that is at people all. People who watch the X-Men movies. Um, oh, blue guy, okay. Hank McCoy, blue blue Beast looking guy who can, you know, very agile and acrobatic, blah, blah, blah. Um, he is a part of S.W.O.R.D. or he, you know, he opts to he gets recruited, basically. So, um, but that's neither here nor there. And, and- um, and sword, just just for information's sake, sword is the counterpart to shield, which is the stuff that those of us who've been watching the movies, all of that is like the shield stuff. Correct. But getting back to Wandavision, I don't want to get like too deep into the weeds. Yeah. Um. It's really, really <laughs> so episode one, yeah, it's getting real real blurry right now, and I don't know. I'm not initiated, so. <laughs> In episode one, we see Wanda and Vision kind of settling into their life in this little suburb. It's sort of filmed as a traditional 50s or early 60s sitcom in the vein of Bewitched or I Love Lucy or something like that. Um, The thing that, again, what I was confused about is that I, coming in because I have seen the movies, like I'm aware of both of their powers and it seems like Wanda's sort of relegating her powers to being a housewife and making like the dishes get put away and the house get cleaned up and which is the very bewitchy part. Right. The typical, and Vision typical is style also of, very, the, of the era of that era, I should say. Yeah. And and Vision is also very powerful in his own right, but he seems to be more of the like bumbling working husband dude. Like he goes to work, he doesn't know what his job is, but he's like very right. good at it. He's, he's asking questions about what and, he, what we actually do here. Like, well, we yeah, he's, he's working at some kind of office. Know, since you've been here, our productivity has gone up, and he's like, well, do we make something? Do we sell something? And they're like, no, no, and no. It's like, so what is this for? Well, it's to measure our productivity, and it's like, okay, so what are we producing? You know. Um. <laughs> yeah, and then he, he gets into this thing where his boss, like, you know, is coming over for dinner, and that was the big discrepancy when they were. There's the scene where before Vision goes off to work and puts on his human face, which he almost <laughs> forgot to do. Um, when he's hair. going outside, he gets, he gets his hair and his generic white man face. Um, he puts on. His, Sorry to that actor. That's your face. My bad. Um, he, he puts on his human face and goes out into the world. And then he finds out that the heart on the calendar, which they were trying to figure out, like, what does this mean? Right. Is, Actually, let's, let's go through that. Um, so, 
you know, they're they're questioning like, oh, do you know what today is? You know, be like, well, I know, but do you know? Even though none of them know, but they don't want to say that they don't know. So they just elude to the fact that they do know. And they're like, oh, well, you know, the heart on the on the calendar. um, This must mean, you know, this. Something. Right. So they agree that. They don't even know. Anniversary. They don't even (laughs) know. They don't even know the person who. No, they don't agree. No, no, no. Right, right, right. Wanda, uh, the neighbor, yes. their neighbor yes. comes Agnes, Agnes, which is apparently another Marvel person. I have no clue who she is. But Agnes comes over and Wanda's like, oh, today is a special day. And Agnes's like, oh, is your birthday? No. It's, is this day? No. Anniversary. She's like, it must be your anniversary. Uh, yeah. Right. So then Wanda gets into her mind and it's their wedding anniversary, even though it's not, she don't know. No one knows. Even though I don't think they, I don't even really think they had a wedding to be honest. We just see them driving on a car that says just married, but we don't know if they actually, I mean, he's a robot. They don't even know the details. They don't know know what it is. Best favorite song. Um, you know, who attended the wedding, um, you know, how long they have been together. It's just like, oh, we just, it's just all of this information Agnes is sort of giving to her, like, hey, this is what normal human people do when they have it or in the 50s, <laughs> when they have an anniversary and she brings a magazine, like, oh, you can, you can dress sexy. And she's like, I don't know how to do that. And she's like, you can play your favorite song. And she's like, we don't have that. And Agnes is like, I'll loan you some records. And I'll help you cook dinner because that's the other thing because um, Vision doesn't eat food because he's a robot. Uh, Wanda gets it in her mind that it's her anniversary. And then this is the sitcom part. This is the very I Love Lucy part to me because I loved I Love Lucy where one person thinks it's one thing. (laughs) The other person has the information because at work Vision finds out like what's really happening is that he's having dinner with his boss and his boss's wife who are called the heart. Right. And so that's why there's a heart drawn on the um, calendar. <laughs> and so then when he alluded to the fact, like, why would it just be a heart? Well, it's a heart. Um, it's an abbreviation. Right. It's like, why would I need to abbreviate anything? You know, like, but, you know, that's what right. normal people I'm fast do. as lightning. Like, I can write. Right. right. <laughs> and so, you know, then hijinks ensue, ensue because Vision's bringing home his boss and his wife. Wanda's preparing for a romantic dinner at home. She comes in her (laughs) negligee that's really fancy. Um, Shout out to people who dress like that. Like, that was one of the things I was always impressed with about I I Love Lucy. Like, everybody's house robes were so fancy and, like, frilly. Like, she comes in, like, a fancy, sexy ball gown. Yeah, something. And, um, yeah, only to be met. Yeah, only to be met by Vision's. Boss. Uh, boss and his wife and then it's like oh my god <laughs> hijinks now you gotta make a dinner and she right. calls Agnes and Agnes happens to have a, a raw chicken five course meal like, ready yeah. ready to go all you gotta do is just cook it up and I've left the recipe right. card and you know that's, that's all you gotta which, do which of course does not go according to plan so Wanda's in the kitchen trying to be a typical housewife with magical powers <laughs> and has all these things floating in the air and stuff that's crashing right. and yada 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 and Vision is trying to be a human man 
as Wanda calls him, of course I'm married to a human right. man. Um, <laughs> which she tells Agnes earlier in that day. Of course he's- and so he's trying to like entertain the wife and the boss while they're starving to death because the wife was like, oh my God, my head, I'm so lightheaded. And then it, it goes to shit. Wanda end up, ends up making breakfast <laughs> for dinner. And, you know, they have it's wine for some reason. Sokovian wine. And, and that, oh, well, she's European. Yeah. Sokovia, you know. <laughs> Even though Vision's the one with the accent. Right, that part. Okay. <laughs> so she finally gets dinner slash breakfast on the table. And then Mr. Hart starts to choke. And this is the part where I was like, something is weird right. happening here. Because like it was the wife glitch. is like... Yeah, like Mr. Hart is choking on food and the wife is like, oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. it." And then she's like, stop it. Stop. And dude is like increasingly like dying. And I was like, nobody's going to at least pat him on the back. Like a normal human would like pat him on the back. But again, like what's going on? And like, again, Wanda, Wanda envisioned especially Vision, are not normal humans. Like, Vision ain't even a human. <laughs> so they're, like, looking at him, like, increasingly dying. He falls to the ground, and then Wanda's like, help him. And then Vision sticks his hand into Homeboy's neck, because he can go through pulls things. <laughs> pulls out the food, and then the guy is just like, oh my god, thank you for a wonderful meal. And this is where I was like, what is happening here? Like, people don't seem to have... Expect a, um promotion. Any, right. People don't seem to have any people around Wanda and Vision don't seem to have any awareness or any knowledge about what just occurred. And so we see that again in episode two. And by the time we see it in episode two, I'm like, okay. Right. The various reactions. Who, who is doing who is doing this? <laughs> do not they do not line up with what a normal human reaction would be in those um circ- under those circumstances and so they're just like oh yeah, this is great they they pretty much was like okay we're just gonna go home now and you know they walked out and he you know thanked vision and like oh you can expect you know we gotta meet on monday and you can expect that promotion and it's just like wow bro and it's like they don't have any knowledge <laughs> they don't have any knowledge of like yeah him almost dying her being like, oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. Oh, like it was just really yeah, weird. As if it was just like, like they just reset, you know, like their programming was reset basically. And everything that occurred or had transpired was just never, never occurred basically. So that's when I was like, okay, something is afoot. Something is up. I don't really know what's happening. And is this, I think it goes back to giving credence to the fact that. One, who is controlling the situation? Like, is Wanda in control of this reality? Are they stuck in this reality where they're, like, the only two, quote, normal people? Everybody else is, like, some sort of simulation or a crisis actor or, like, like the Sims, right? Like, (laughs) are they real but everybody else is, like, a Sim or, or what? And that's something that grew even more apparent for me in episode two, which in episode two, Wanda and Vision are, you know, still trying to fit into Westview, which is their neighborhood. 
And Wanda is trying to get in with all the other housewives, homemakers, and women's by women's women by <laughs> volunteering for this neighborhood fundraiser for the children and for the children. It's also <laughs> creepy. And right. For the children. For the like, children. Sounds like a goal. Yeah, definitely. And Vision goes to the neighborhood watch meeting, which I thought was hilarious because <laughs> it was just a time for men to gossip. Herbert Sherbert. It was just a time for men to gossip. And then Vision has to like pretend to be a human man because they're like, oh, you know, we're going to order some more Danishes. You want one? He was like, I don't eat food. And they were like, what? And he was like, I don't eat food. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But when it's time to eat, oh, yeah, you can, you can bet I'm, I'm taking it all down, basically. Right. Like this weirdo. So. You know, they're trying to fit into this, quote, normal world that is very abnormal. And we see the abnormality, not so much on the vision side, which all the dudes seem like regular people. When it comes to that aspect, I was thinking like, okay, so that's kind of like a role reversal, really. You know what I'm saying? Like it usually, or to say the typical um, or stereotypical thing would be like, oh, all the women get together and gossip. You know, while the men are, you know, off to work and da 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 da. But these men, they're all like, right. you know, away from their wives. Oh yeah, we we have this um, community watch program, but it's not really a community watch program. It's just them hanging out. You know, so. I mean, but that but men gossip. So. Well, yeah, they gossip, <laughs> but the stereotypical, I should say, um, aspect. What they, we normally see on. TV. Right, right. Which is kind of funny because. You know, it also plays into the fact that, you know, men would want to get away from their wives and just hang out with their bros. You know, like we would see in like, uh, what was it like? Married with children. You know, he would (laughs) he would leave the house and go hang out with his buddies. You know, uh, no, ma'am. Remember that? I mean, I watched Married with Children, but I don't remember it like that. Okay, moving right (laughs) along. (laughs) A normie on all levels. Here we go. No, I got shows and Married with Children ain't one of them. Married with Children, classic, but um, back to Wanda and Vision. So. Yeah, so Vision is trying to, you know, fit in with the dudes at the at the neighborhood watch meeting. Wanda is at this community fundraising prep meeting and everybody's like, oh, you have to get on Dottie's good side. Dottie's like the queen bee of the neighborhood. Make her break you in. And- <laughs> And of course, Wanda's not on Dottie's good side for whatever reason. I mean, she's like Dottie is like a you know, she's a. I mean, for lack of a, she's yeah, she's an ass basically. Yeah, yeah, she enjoys her power, and so Wanda is sitting there, and she meets this woman who is black, and from the um, from the trailer, we already know it's Monica Rambo, right. but when they meet and introduce themselves. Monica, played by the amazing Kiana Paris, calls herself Geraldine. Geraldine. And so this is, this is where I start to be like, okay, something is really up. Like, I didn't really know what to make of the first episode. It, it, it seemed really different. It's a show within a show. Somebody's watching Wanda and Vision. People are acting weird. Wanda and Vision don't even seem to know any details of their personal life other than they love each other. And so when we get to episode two, when we get to this meeting with these women, and we already know that 
Tiana Paris's character is Monica Rambeau. If you watch the trailer, oh gee, Captain Marvel, or, or or anything about the show pre Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Um, and so when she's like, "Oh, I'm I'm um, Wanda," and then she's like, "I'm uh, Geraldine," and so that made me suspicious because I was like, "Ma'am." First of all, you don't know your name, and and I know you're Monica Rambeau, and now you're calling yourself Geraldine, and I was like, oh, she's lying, but why? Why is she lying? Um, and then that just added a new wrinkle to like, okay, what is up in this reality? Like, is Geraldine a part of this? Geraldine slash Monica a part of this reality, or she's somebody who came from the outside to sort of get closer right. to Wanda? Because she knows who Wanda actually is. Because the the other part of all this is Wanda and Vision are trying to hide their powers. Yeah, and, that, and hide the fact that Vision is not a person. See, like with, <laughs> so, with that one, I know like my initial reaction wasn't that she was, you know, lying or trying to deceive Wanda, but the fact that she just really didn't know. Like, like when she even like they asked when they were actually at the meeting. You know, she's like, you know, I don't even, I don't know why I'm here. And Gerald is like, yeah, I don't know why I'm here either, which I think had more of a deeper meaning than just being at the meeting as opposed to being right. just in this reality. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I was thinking that if Wanda is the one who is, you know, I'm pretty sure she has a part to play in creating that reality, um, but has used real people, people from like the real world and they are in this reality, but they are some way, somehow like programmed in a certain way. So they're just acting out their programming. And when she confronts Geraldine or Monica Rambeau, you know, when she hesitates to say her name, it's almost as if Wanda or I should say Geraldine is like, wait a minute, who am I supposed to be? You know, not not mm-hmm. per se that she's conscious of the fact that, you know, who she really is, you know, oh, I'm Monica Rambeau or, you know, but more so just like, wait a minute, what is my, my programming? You know what I'm saying? And maybe she could be planted in this world too by Definitely. the same forces that are watching, quote, WandaVision, the show. Right. And um, we do know that um, from... Um, you know, prior to the show and screen, um, not screenshots, but um, like backstage pictures and this and that from the set and this and that you show, they show, they have shown, or we have seen Monica Rambeau in a um, sword agent style outfit as well. You know, mm-hmm. So I don't know if that would be something after the fact where she joins up with sword you know, or if she is already a part of S.W.O.R.D. and then she just basically got snatched out of her actual role mm-hmm. and, you know, just plucked and put into this reality. Or if she was actually planted in that reality, which is kind of, you know, there, there's so many questions when it comes to this reality. Like, mm-hmm. who is controlling all of this? Um, is it partially controlled by Wanda? Is it fully controlled by Wanda? Did she set it up? just subconsciously and things are just acting out the way they are. And then certain things trigger these moments of confusion, you know, with people, 
Um, so yeah, because even when you know when they they have the the talent show, they have the last act. It's a magic show. Um, before we really get into the how it transpires, um, but you know they do the you know I'm going to make her disappear and da 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 da, and they bring out the box and they're like you know the the crowd starts saying what's in the box what's in the box it's like they're just chanting just all of a sudden like what is going on like like the whole cult aspect I should say when they say oh for the children yes for the children you know what's in the box what's in the box. Um, and then they open the box and Geraldine just comes out the box, you know, and they just start bowing and she, she's not freaked out about it. She's not surprised about it only to the extent where she mentions it. You know, she's like, well, I was just back backstage doing this, this and this. And then I just ended up in this, in this little box basically. And I'm not sure how that happened, you know? And it's just like, okay, that seems to be authentic as far as, you know, her, not knowing what is going on, you know, because, you know, like we said, like, does she know if Vision and Wanda are actually superheroes and that they have powers? I'm not sure if she actually does. Maybe she does in, the, right. in reality, but in this one, she really doesn't, you know, because that wouldn't be a question that would be asked with such, you know, it seemed very genuine with her just like, oh my God, I don't know what happened. But even still, her reaction wasn't like, you know, she wasn't flustered. She just came out the box like, what's up? You know, and then started bowing like, you know, as if that was it was part of her program, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> if it was me and I just ended up in a box and a, the, the thing opens, I'm in it. First of all, I would be in a dark place, you know, just all of a sudden the box opens, the doors open and I would be like, oh, like, wait a minute. You know, like she just walked right out and just started bowing you know, with the clap. So right. it's just, you know, that was, that was definitely some weirdness going on. And I'm pretty sure we'll see how her character fits in a lot more being that she is, you know, Monica Rambeau, OG black character. May I add? Maybe you want to, um, maybe this could be a good time for a brief comic book moment um, <laughs> to help people like me who are not, you know, steeped in the comics. I mean, I've heard about Monica now because we talk and you shared your thoughts after Captain Marvel. <laughs> but for people who are not initiated into who Monica Rambo is beyond the little girl in Captain Marvel, right. just take a minute to like break it down. Let's see. Monica Rambeau um, was dubbed Captain Marvel um, from the people, basically. So she has energy manipulation. She is a very powerful character, actually. She probably is possibly too power. Like they always say, like, oh, what characters? I hear this all the time. Like, what characters are too powerful for the MCU? Like, if there is one, it would, you know, she would probably be in that list as well. Um, you know, they would have to water her down. But she comes from what, Louisiana? Um, or so I should say. This is in the comic books. So Monica Rambeau, she grew up, um, you know, she had a two parent household, which was sidelined in Captain Marvel. She's only with her mom, which I thought was offensive. But um, on top of the fact that, uh, Monica's mother and Carol Danvers were friends, which was not a thing ever. Um, and it kind of set her up to be looking up 
to Carol Danvers, which, you know, they really never crossed paths like that in the comic books. Um, actually, Monica Rambeau was a part of the Infinity Saga, whereas Carol Danvers really wasn't so much. Um, also, Monica Rambeau actually became a leader. She was she became the leader of the Avengers at one point in her history. Um the name change happened when they, you know, uh, Carol Danvers was called Miss Marvel. The original Captain Marvel was a Cree. He was from the Cree. He was Cree. So what you see in the movies, um, as far as the Cree empire and this and that, how Carol Danvers, she, you know, she was from earth and this part is in the movies. Like, you know, she's in from earth. She gets, blasted uh you know the blast occurs while the Cree captain marvel who was switched from a man to a woman in the movie um explosion you know powers bestow upon carol danvers and then she gets taken to the Cree empire so um where they're trying to suppress her basically and this and that uh monica rambeau like i said they never really crossed paths like that um the name got taken from Monica Rambeau and then given to Carol Danvers, who originally was Miss Marvel um, because her and the Cree Captain Marvel, they were a thing. They were an item, but you know, once whoever took over the writing and this and that, they, they took the name from um, Monica Rambeau and then gave it to um, Carol Danvers. So, and then at a certain point, doesn't Monica link up with like black Panther? I'm not familiar with that. I know that Storm and Black Panther are an item. Yeah, I'm just looking on the wiki. She does at some point in the in the comics link up with Black Panther. Uh, it says defend off of the Empire outbreak in post Katrina New Orleans as part of an all black team up with Luke Cage, Blade, Black Panther, and Brother Voodoo. Who I have well, no Brother idea. Voodoo is an OG so. character. Actually, he's he's probably. I think he's going to be introduced, actually, because he also has to do with like realities and magic and, you know, uh, I think Doctor Strange and all of that, too. So if I'm not mistaken, I did hear some things that his character will be portrayed in the MCU. I hope so, because he is pretty dope, actually, as an original, you know, he's original black character. So that's what I would like to see. I would like to see more of the original like original black characters being brought to light. Um, we do have Luke Cage, um, which, you know, that got canceled. I'm not sure what they're going to do moving forward with that. Uh, we have Falcon. He's an original black character, Monica Rambeau. Um, but it's just a weird, weird setup for me being that, you know, I know the history of her and this, you know, on screen and series um, aspect is, is definitely different, but you know, big ups she she's being seen so that's that's cool i just you know with i guess to quote uncle ben with great power um there comes great responsibility <laughs> and i just hope disney is responsible with these characters uncle ben like the rice no not the rice <laughs> <laughs> no. peter Parker, like spider-man Spider um, yes <laughs> okay okay i was like uncle ben are we talking about rice? How rice. do we get here? All right. 
getting back to WandaVision, there are a couple of, as the kids call them, Easter eggs, I guess. I think at this point, they're not really Easter eggs because they're telling us um, Sword is all around. Like we see at the end of episode one, somebody's taking notes in a notebook with a sword emblem. We see in episode two, before Wanda heads off with Agnes, she finds a toy helicopter in her bushes. And it it has the sword logo. And then at the end of that episode, uh, Wanda and Vision hear something outside. They go outside and they see someone emerging from the sewer. And it's it's a beekeeper. With what appears to be a sword logo on the back of his (laughs) outfit, his jumpsuit, yes. And then um, Wanda goes, no. And she rewinds time. Or time is rewound. I'm assuming she rewinds time because she's the one that says no. I'm fairly sure that she does that herself. So she rewinds, rewinds reality, I should say. Wait a minute. So she ends up pregnant. We forgot about that. After the talent show, they... They make it back home. They actually try to sneak out of the talent show because they're like, oh, my God, this is a disaster. But then uh, Dottie stops them and says, hey, you two come here, you know, and Wanda's about to apologize. And she's like, I've never not Wanda, but Dottie says, I've never seen this ever in any of the talent shows. And this was amazing, you know, and they give them the. um I forgot what type of trophy it was. It was like the the comedy trophy, I guess, is what it was that they received for the um, for the talent show or for for their act in the talent show. Um, and then, of course, they get home and they're pretty much, you know, they're loving on each other and this and that. And Wanda ends up having a she's like really pregnant. Actually, it's not <laughs> it's noticeably pre- pregnant. She's like, oh, my God, is this is this real? And he's like, yes, it is. And, you know, they kiss and. And they hear this big bang outside, you know, they go outside to check out what it is. And then they see the the beekeeper basically coming out of a pothole, not a pothole, but coming out the sewer. You know, we see the, the emblem on the back, the sword emblem. And then he turns around. They look at each other, you know, and she's like, no. And then, you know, she reverses what has transpired. And then once they're, you know, they reverse right back into the house. And then um, it kind of moves forward. Back back into the moment, back into the moment when you realize she's pregnant. And then um, instead of it being in black and white, the colors start coming in and we kind of transition from what would be the typical black and white 1950s, 1960s uh, series into more so a 1970s color type of series although i don't you know i don't think time has skipped forward i just think that things have just transitioned and you know they're just bringing adding color to the actual to the series i should say yeah so those that's basically what happened in the first two episodes of wandavision going forward i still would like to know who is controlling this is this a uh not figment of Wanda's imagination but is this her creation to be in this space of called Westview because she doesn't want to deal with the fact that Vision is dead and if so what does it mean that she's now pregnant is that also yeah, some in sort the comic of books alternative reality situation 
I know she. I don't. I don't want you to say too much. I know you say she does get pregnant right, in comic right. books, but I don't. I don't want that to maybe like you know something happens later on in the season and people right. are like, Spoiler. yeah, because you know, with the with Vision being Android, of course he he can't function sexually or reproduce in a human way. Say he can maybe I mean, make another robot, you know, but <laughs> like mastermind from um, X Men or whatever. But I am definitely I'm, I am interested in seeing how this you know plays out. You know, you have the comedic aspects, you know, the nostalgic series of the timeline and the time frame, I should say. Um, but then you have those quirky uh, moments where things are like kind of unraveling, but not quite. You know, um, it's almost like glitches, you know, in the Matrix style type of uh, activity, mm-hmm. um, you know, even with at the end of that episode, too, where she basically she rewinds everything, you know, and then it almost looks as if she uh, transports them to another reality when they, um, you know, when she adds color to everything. So that might be her not trying to be caught. I guess, per se, I'm not sure what, you know, if she's actually running or, I'm, you know, but it's almost as if she's moving them from where they specifically were into a different um, reality to stay away or to keep um, sword away. And then there and then there is a um, the business of the voice. Right. We hear it when she's talking to Dottie and she's like freaking out and. She breaks the glass in Dottie's hand because Wanda has powers and those powers start to feel a little uncontrollable when she gets emotional. So like when she gets emotional or whatever, things start to go out of her control, but she's able to cause some damage. So like back at the meeting with all the women, it's her and Dottie. Wanda is like upset. Because she's like cleaning up and whatever, and and Dottie's like, I don't think you are who you say you are. Like something I, is I up with you and your husband. Like <laughs> you know? Yeah, like Dottie starts giving her the third degree, and Wanda freaks out and breaks the glass. Well, at the same time, there's a voice in the radio that's like, help, the singing, "Help me, Wanda, right, help, help right. me, Wanda," and. Technically, it's like okay, is that Vision? Because at the same time, Vision has swallowed yes. gum, and that's and that's jacking him up, <laughs> gummed up. And then like we hear this voice coming through the He's- radio, and Dottie is like, "What is happening? Like, who are you?" And then you know, I know who you are. And then Wanda freaks out, and the glass like cuts, breaks in Dottie's hands. And then another voice was like, "Wanda, who's doing this to you?" And it's coming through the radio, but then. After uh, Dottie has this big gash in her hand, she just like, it's just like with the hearts, with the it just resets, like they, you know, it just snaps out of it. And she's like, hmm, who gets a house? Who gets something about blood out of your hand and a housewife? I get uh, blood out of a white, like white satin or something like that. It's like she does herself and then like walks away or whatever. Like it would be like the typical response, I guess, that a Dottie personality would have it definitely transitioned right. from the whole like it's almost like I said like her programming or you know the glitch occurred you know and she's like yeah I know who you are and I've heard things about you and da 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 and then that triggers Wanda you know in that moment uh, an emotional response and then the whole you know bloody cut hand and all of that transpires but then it just resets 
You know what I just thought about? So do we think Wanda choked old boy? Because remember, right before that, in episode one, the boss was like, where are you from? How long you been married? What's going on? And then the wife was like, oh, stop asking him so many questions. And he was like, these are normal questions. Like, what's going on? Where are you from? Where are you from? <laughs> Come on. You should know where you're from. You know? And it's like, it got intense and none of them had answers. And then he started to choke. And then I was like, wait, who is Wanda doing this? Like, was she so worried that she, like, her... It's like things are kind of unraveling in front of her, you know? Yeah. Her emotional right. duress maybe manifested in choking this guy out to get him to stop asking and it, questions. And then she was right. looking at him and Vision was looking at her until she was like, help him. It wasn't even like, oh my God, help and him. Not it just that, like, but stuck him. in that moment, the the wife, she kept repeating what she said. Oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. So it's almost as if like the whole like that, that whole glitch, you know, like she was like, oh, you know, choked out. Oh, boy. And then her focus was on that. And then the lady like her glitch was just like, oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. You know, so, you know, it's just like one of those things like, oh, when your focus leaves the whole, you know, the, the atmosphere as a whole and you're focused on one thing, then other things start to unravel because you don't have that control anymore. So, But then my question about that is then why are, okay, just say this is a simulation or alternative reality of Wanda's creation or something that she has the power to manipulate. Why are she and Vision trying so hard to be quote normal people? Like, you know, it's a big point. Like he can't go outside looking like himself. He has to put on a human face. I think if it is that, but it, it, she, I think she wants to preserve, like when it comes to her and Vision, she's preserving what they have. Like as, um, you know, she's a human, she has powers, um, Vision is an android. So she's preserving those aspects of themselves while everyone else around them are just pretty much like playing a role in her reality. So, I mean, you know, trying to fit in is something that she always wanted to do like even from the movie she pretty much like felt like you know she's an outcast she's a freak blah 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 um so i think that's just one of those aspects of her psyche like i want to fit in i want people to like me you know being that she kind of you know she killed some folks um (laughs) you know and you know it wasn't really her fault but she was an actor in that so and that's, you know, we had the whole Captain America Civil War movie and she was she was locked away like so she couldn't hurt people, you know. So I think she definitely she wants to fit in. She wants to have a normal life, I guess you can say. Um, but at the same time, she does recognize that she does have powers and she recognizes that, you know, Vision is an android. So Vision also might just be a figment, you know, of her imagination or something that she created. Um, I'm not sure if she actually brought him back to life herself. Or if he's also a um, creation in this simulation, which it, it, it seems as if he is not just a creation because he had he had like they don't glitch. Vision hasn't glitched, yeah. you know, and they're interacting as if they, you know, like like they know each other. They've been together, blah blah blah. They may not know how long, right? But there's no glitches when it comes to them too. So I'm not sure how Vision, you know, if he actually is alive and she just brought him back to life. 
because I believe in one of the movies, they even said like Vision is more than just a stone, you know, like he is a collection of Tony Stark, um, Ultron and everything else in the stone, you know, the stone itself is not the the one piece that just keeps him together. So it's quite possible that he will still mm -hmm. retain himself even without the stone, being that it's just an aspect of him. But I'm pretty sure we'll see, you know, how that plays out. I guess we will see. Do you have any more questions about the first two episodes so far or, um, you know, where you would like um, the show to go? I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, it, it seems as if it's moving at a good pace, you know, so it's not just, oh, mm -hmm. we're just going to have this sitcom and, you know, it's just going to be some funny moments, but they are definitely throwing in the, um, I guess you can say the the aspects of it that are more so intriguing as to like what is actually happening, you know, what is Wanda really doing, <laughs> you know, and who mm -hmm. else is involved. You have Sword, um, you have people that we know are not their own people at this point, like Geraldine, even mm -hmm. Agnes. Well, also, yes, Agnes um agatha what is it green agatha harkness so she in the comic books is an actual witch um from like the salem trials era um and is presumably wanda's mentor when it comes to her uh her powers and teaching her you know um spells and you know witchcraft basically so you can see how it kind of plays a role, not not the witchcraft aspect or the power aspect, but, you know, she's trying to teach her like how to fit in. Like, hey, like, here's a meal um, that you can cook if you need my help, you know, to fit in. You got to please Dottie. So she's kind of playing that role, but it's just in a, in a different way. Mm -hmm. So it will be definitely interesting to see how she um, or her character moves forward. Um, and then if she actually realizes like, oh my God, I'm being controlled as well. Being that if, if they're going the route that she is an actual witch, that's going to be a problem. Right. And then you have the business about the trailer. Like I was telling you last night when there's a moment in the WandaVision trailer where Vision brings Agnes apparently back to life or he revives her he touches her and she's like <gasps> she comes back she's in a car and then she asks him am i dead and he's like no why would you think that and then she says because you are and then she starts laughing but if you look at that moment in the trailer she has like this long green like stereotypical right, witchy right. type hair that's she something witched. that i didn't you know <laughs> really put it together so you mentioned who agatha harkness was so Curious to see how it's going. Shout out to Herbert, though. Herbert. Shout out to Herbert. Herbert. <laughs> in like the, um, it down. Oh, I was going to say, um, it seems that there are, you know, it seems people, if they're in their right mind, they know who Vision and Wanda are, you know? So with, with Dottie, when she had her glitch going on, she was saying, oh, I know who you are, you know? Um, and like we said in the trailer, Agnes you know, basically says, oh, yeah, you're dead, you know. So there are definitely people in the reality, if they were in actual the 
real reality or the true reality, they would know who Wanda is, who Vision is, and, and what you know what they're about, basically. So we'll stay tuned. Stay tuned. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this very, very first episode of We Be Watching. Yay, yay. Um, Gotta do that. (laughs) Gotta do it. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at webewatchingpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at webewatchingpod. And uh, we're interested to keep talking and we love to hear back from you and we would love your feedback give us some some theories like what are what are the you know what you think being that i know it's probably not going to follow that closely to the comic book but there's definitely going to be some comic book um elements in it so give us give us that feedback give us those theories and we will we will definitely you know respond not maybe not to everybody if there's like an overwhelming response but we will definitely um, respond and we can chat. So hit us up. And we'll read your questions. If you have questions that you want us to talk about on the air, we will do that as well. Once again, we be watching pod at gmail.com. We be watching on Instagram and Twitter. And until next time, I am Brittany Danielle. And I am Raja. Peace. Yay, yay.